Hello, and welcome to the podcast, Be Bougie, Be Hippie. This is a space for healing, growing, venting, vibing, and discovering where real life meets the spiritual realm. I am so excited to help you dig deeper and tap into your intuition. Let's begin. Hello, hello. Welcome to this episode of Be Bougie, Be Hippie. It's me, Eileen. How are you? It is Saturday, November 12th. It's gorgeous out. It's gorgeous. It is 70 degrees and sunny. We are near the water. The seagulls are out. It's just perfect. I couldn't ask for a better November. Talk to me next week in New England here. But, ooh, it's been a... It's been a really amazing uh, two weeks. We've had, let's see, we've had the full moon in Taurus. We had the eclipse. We celebrated Halloween. Um, And now my littles are ready for Christmas. So we have already started decorating for Christmas and I don't hate it. I don't hate it. It's exciting, but it's kind of trippy because it's 70 degrees out. It is Saturday. Jimmy is upstairs, amazing, remodeling our brand new bathroom. Um, So if you hear any bangs during this recording, it's because I'm in my office right below. But I'm grateful to be here in this space with you. I was putting up the garland, the fake garland. Uh, Nothing. We did not get the real tree. That's the only thing. We have to get a real tree for the main tree. But I put a fake tree up in the girls' room and a fake tree up in Levi's room, and they have different themes, and it's cute. And it's too early to be talking about Christmas, so let's get back to what I really want to talk about today. Um, I had a client this morning, and she's young. She is young, and I love it. I love that these young men and women are opening up and awakening. And, you know, I only have my own experience to go by what I've lived, but what I'm seeing is so many young men and women in their early 20s are really starting to come around to there's something more than just this physical life. And so they're feeling the pains and, and the pings and, the, and the, the growing pains of it and the loneliness and the depression and it just all signs that are just, yes, leading them to what they're supposed to be doing. Yeah, so just young people, it's just so beautiful to see and to watch. And and I'm really grateful for that because it's also healing a part of me from, I got sober at 25, I did a lot of my healing, or, you know, through 25 to now, but um, in, my, in my 20s, and it's just good. And so I was meeting with her this morning and we were talking about it's good to gain knowledge, right? It's good to gain experience. It's good to read books. It's good to listen to podcasts. It's good to uh, listen to guided meditations. It's good to take courses. It's good to do all the things. But when in the process of learning, are you simply supposed to apply yourself? sitting with yourself. So that's what I want to talk about today is when to stop searching and when to apply your capital S self, your higher power, your intuition, 
your divine energy, your divine God, when is it? And for me now it's, well, it has to be every day. Cause if I don't, then my ego takes over or I get back into the dis-ease or the stress or the depressed and, or I just go so long on, you know, my ego creeps in and, and I'm making the decisions, right? I know what I need to do. I need to learn more. I need to be better at this. I'm not good enough. And then I don't know how to do this. And then the whole cycle, because it starts out, you feel really good and you're on top of it, but staying consistent with applying your self or sitting with self. Well, you know, and wherever you are on the path, you don't have to be in your 20s. You know, I'm just talking about the client, one of the clients that I met with today, because I mean, these awakenings come at, at any age and they should continue to come because if we're not learning and processing and downloading and connecting, then we're not growing. But so this story has come up, this memory, this lesson has come up a few times this week talking to different clients. Um, so I figured naturally I should share it here. I was 28. I think I was 20. No, I was 26, 26, 27. And Jimmy and I had our first apartment and I loved it. It was so homey. It felt so good. It was, you know, we were proud of it and we had made a safe space for ourselves. And I just remember I loved the little details of it and, and it was home. And we had just, I had the miscarriage with Hudson. And so we were going through, you know, the pains of that and, and moving on from that. And it just brought us to a deeper place with one another. And I was still training and I was teaching and I was hosting different um, boot camps and stuff. So I was moving around a lot and I was running, you know, a program through AA and I was helping a lot of women and a lot of women were helping me. And so life was just busy. Life was good, but life was busy. I remember driving home one day in my Monte Carlo and I, uh, and I heard go home and just sit on the couch. I was like, and immediately I was like, I can't do that. And it wasn't that I couldn't do it because of the time or that I had to be somewhere else. It was because I was afraid. I was afraid to actually just sit with myself. So I was silent for a little bit and kind of talking back to that voice. And it said, just go home and sit. So I listened and I went back. I remember walking up the stairs and like, I had the plan. I was like, okay, I'm going to put my things down. I'm going to get stuff just situated so that I'm not distracted and I'm going to sit down. I remember just looking at the couch. It was across from the bay window and the light was coming in so peacefully. It was mid afternoon. Jimmy was at work for another few hours. It was just me. And I looked at the couch and it was like, okay, all right, I am just going to sit, just going to sit. So I turned around and I placed my body on the couch and I got comfortable and I took a deep breath and I was filled with fear. It was like I was a little girl in the middle of the night that had a bad dream. And I just felt that peace voice and it was like, just sit, just sit and just be. So I clung to that small voice as I was feeling this fear and that fear 
dissipated a bit and that quiet, grounding, safe, peaceful voice became louder. And it was the first time that I had actually just sat in the longest time and listened to what was going on within my being, within my soul. And that moment, I still, I can still feel it like it just happened. It was so profound yet so simple. And from then on, it was like, okay, there is beauty in creation. There is beauty in doing. There is beauty in motivation. There is beauty in creating something. There is beauty in being responsible and showing up and having relationships and nurturing those. But there is so much power and and limitless, the limitlessness comes from applying ourselves. So I can do, I can do a lot. I can learn a lot. I can buy courses. I can get a coach. I can join classes and support groups. But if I'm not taking the time to recognize how it's marinating or downloading or how I'm connecting to it, I'm never going to fully feel that peace, that resolve. And I think this is one of the reasons why people go, well, I can't really meditate because, you know, I just, it's just not for me. It's like, no, can you, can you sit and apply your self with a capital S? Can you sit and just listen to what's going on? That's a part of, you know, we make poor decisions because we haven't learned to trust ourselves or to listen to that inner voice or we don't make decisions at all. We have a huge problem in society with procrastination or laziness, which I don't think it's laziness. I think it's fear. I think it's fear of not knowing which way to go. So we do nothing because we know what to expect when we do nothing. We can expect the same thing over and over again. And sometimes we have the gift of emotional pain or physical pain when it takes us to a place and we're like, okay, I have to change. But what if we could rely on that sound, calm voice a little bit more? What would it tell you? And I've talked to a few people and I love the conversations back and forth. I love when you reach out to me. I love when I hear what you're going through and what's come up a lot with, you know, this full moon is the Taurus moon. So the energy behind that is kind of go out, get it, you know, you're ready for it. Um, Whether it's like emotions that are coming up or whether you're making the commitment to go into action. It's been really beautiful. And then with the eclipse, that is also giving people the intuition or the strong feeling to sit with self a little bit more. So a lot of people this week have just messaged me with these aha moments of like, you know what I've realized? I need more people in my life. I need to go and I need to try new things. Or you know what? This is a time I'm really, I I need to start journaling or when I'm journaling, I feel more free. And I really want to explore that. And it's cool because what comes before that is the sitting and the reflecting. 
I, I love meditation, but sometimes it's hard to get into the groove of meditation. So I don't know why, but I feel like I need to share this right now. So here it goes. If you can't get into the groove of meditation, that's okay. But do you know what you're trying to reach when you say you can't get into the groove? Because sometimes meditation is just a good time to wring out your thoughts, kind of sit and to sift through all the things that come your way and that you take in or subconsciously take in during a day. Life is busy. Life is chaotic. There is more than ever. There is so much stimulation around us. So maybe sometimes the intention behind meditating is just sitting with self and letting all those thoughts and ideas kind of just ring out, not trying to go nowhere or go somewhere that almost feels like a high or an enlightened feeling. Maybe sometimes you're just sitting with self so that your body and your brain and energetically, you can just kind of sift through some stuff and let it out. Another thing, you know, if people say, well, I'm not really into meditation or I can't really do it, it's what is it that you're trying to accomplish? Have you ever asked yourself that? Because sometimes the act of meditating is just telling our mind that it's not in control. If I can just sit here, no matter where my mind goes, if I can be in charge of my body and tell my body, I'm just going to sit here for three minutes. I'm going to keep my eyes shut. I'm just going to sit here for three minutes. No matter where your mind goes, that's meditation too. That's just reminding your being that your mind is not in control. Mind your mind. I love that. I don't know where I heard that, but I heard it a while ago. Mind your mind. So maybe meditation isn't to get to that magical, blissful place. That does happen. doesn't happen every time. Maybe meditation is just physically an act of sitting with yourself. Learn to trust yourself. Learn to give yourself the gift of learning to trust yourself. Making little decisions with your intuition. And if you don't know, or if those moments of fear come up like it did for me, that was so powerful. And so instead of making myself busy or moving from that moment, because it was uncomfortable, that one act of holding on a little bit longer, holding on to that small, calm voice that told me to just sit, changed my life. I am big into angel numbers, as you know, and my spirit guides and spirit animals and just these uh, little winks from God, from the universe. So I've been seeing, and I'm sharing this with you because these are for you as well. I've been seeing six. Six is a lot. Six, 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 whatever, all over the place, you know, and, and for me, six means release. So maybe it's releasing the need to be so busy, releasing the need to be somewhere, releasing the need to have plans, to have a full calendar, releasing the need to do, and just stepping into that quiet, that calm. I also see nines. Nine for me is about commitment and being militant about that commitment, being determined, I am going to follow through, I'm going to do this. 
So sitting with self on a daily basis. And again, if it's just to let all the thoughts kind of ring out, then that's success. Or if it's just keeping your body still for one minute, two minutes, three minutes, whatever it is, that's success. And the last is five. I've seen fives a lot. And that for me tells me I'm on the right path and where I'm going is good. And the direction that I'm going is good. And so with meditation or with just sitting with myself and getting to know that inner voice or that inner calm, that higher self, I can recall my thoughts better. So when I see five, I love to go, oh, okay, what was I just thinking about? Or what was I just daydreaming about? And I recall it. And then the beautiful gift of being present in the moment or being present within myself is I get that download. So if you see sixes, you're on the path and you're releasing, you're releasing what you need to in order to step in what's going to serve you at your highest and best. And if you see nines, that's time, time for commitment, time for a plan, time for that determination to rise up. And the fives is you are on the right path. You are going the right way. We've got the holiday season, as I was talking about, right here. So there is a buzz in the air, in the energy about it, whether it's financial worries or family. You know, you're going right back into, oh, just family. Family and, you know, the brokenness and the beauty and, and everything that goes along with that. And this is a good time. This is a good time to learn how to sit with yourself and to call on that calm and that peace. I have a few um, workshops and events coming up. And if you're in the area on Sunday, November 27th from 12 to 1.30 p.m., I will be doing a sound bath and integration where we will sit. And they've been really beautiful. And the people who are coming are amazing and getting so much out of these. And we, we sit, we ground in a sound bath and we share, and sometimes we journal and we pull cards and, and I'll Reiki and we can talk and you can connect with other people. It's really great. That's at Rhode Island Yoga Center on November 27th. And if you're not in the area and you want to tune in on something, um, Erica Rose and I are doing an online Zoom event messages from above. So hopefully some loved ones, some ancestors, some messages from your guides, uh, from your higher self. So this is a really great time. You know, do, do this work, tap in, sit down, sit with self, apply yourself to all the knowledge and everything that you've gained, whether you've never opened up a book on spiritual, you know, enlightenment or on any of this, you have life experience. You have life experience that you can sift through and that your higher self wants you to tune into and listen. So that, and that one is, I'm sorry, I went off Wednesday, um, November 30th at 7 p.m. Eastern, uh, 4 p.m. Pacific. And I will have the link is in my bio on my Instagram um, at bebougie.behippie. I have my Facebook group, which I would love to see you there as well. I pull cards. Sometimes I just do sound baths or connect in with angel numbers or spirit animals. Um, and that is bebougiebehippie on Facebook. I would love to hear from you. You are 
you're doing it. You're doing a great job. You're doing it. And I know you're doing it because you listen to this. So thank you. I am grateful. I'm so grateful for you. I'm grateful that you've come to this space. If this is the first time you're listening, welcome. If you're coming back, thank you. I feel you. I am grateful that you're here. You are loved. You are worth it. And I will talk to you real soon. Have an awesome day. Thank you for listening again. You are loved. You are enough. And I will talk to you soon.